Are you ready to master your finances and live your best life? Welcome to the Live Financially Well podcast. This is the audio version of the Frugal Blog with your hosts, Jason Vitug. Let's start reading. Want to achieve financial independence? Well, you've come to the right place. Financial independence is part of the financial wellness roadmap. Let me start by saying there really isn't one definition for financial independence. Some would say financial independence means you have sufficient assets as sources of income to support your lifestyle. I define it as having the right amount of wealth to no longer be dependent on a job for income to pay for living expenses. It sounds like retirement, but the main difference is when you get to live off your wealth. In traditional retirement, you're no longer earning income as defined by the IRS and eligible for government benefits such as Social Security. Traditional U.S. retirement is usually achieved later in life around 70 years old. This is also the age that many have significant investment portfolios to live on indefinitely. With financial independence, you're retired from having to earn income. You have significant wealth to cover your living expenses without dependence on income from an employer or from your own business activities. Sure, you can work if you want to, but you don't have to when you're financially independent. Now, let's further define what financial independence is. Financial independence means having enough income to pay your living expenses indefinitely without the need to work or earn income. Many achieve financial independence later in life through traditional retirement using 401ks, IRAs, pensions, and social security benefits. And some achieve this through an intentional and detailed financial plan of saving and investing. Most who want to achieve financial independence want to do so earlier. The reason? Wanting to have more control over one's time. And that's the thing. Financial independence allows us to take control of our time. One thing I've learned is the power of time and the ability to explore and experience the world when I'm not sitting behind a desk to earn money. With financial independence, the goal is to regain control of your time. My philosophy on time, it's borrowed. It can be taken at any well time. Since it's a liability, we need to pay it back, and that means living life fully. Becoming financially independent can help you shift your mindset and your attention to the more important things in life. You're no longer worried about how to pay for basic living expenses. You now have time and your attention to create the life you dreamed of. I covered the importance of time in my book, You Only Live Once. You can understand why I call it YOLO because time is the most valuable resource that we possess. And time is finite. Once it's spent, it can never be regained. So financial independence means you get to choose the work because you love the work you do. It's a choice to work with a company and to be around coworkers. The sense of freedom is life-altering. It changes the way you work and how you interact with others. Imagine going to work because you want to, not because you have to. So what are the steps to financial independence? Here are my six steps to achieve FI. Whether you retire early because you're financially independent or re retire in your 70s, you want to retire well. 
the steps needed to achieve financial independence are similar to traditional retirement. The only difference is an accelerated timeline and a big lofty goal. With FI, the main areas of focus are expense reductions and extreme savings, along with any and all opportunities to increase income from getting a pay raise to side hustles. Money saved and earned is then invested to begin the process of earning money with money. Get started with an analysis of where you are and then create a budget to get to where you want to be. Here's step one. Calculate a financial independence goal. The first thing you'll need is to calculate your financial independence number. How much money do you need to achieve your independence goal? Use the rule of 25, which states you're ready to retire when you've saved 25 times your planned annual spending. For example, your annual spending is $50,000. Then you'll need $1,250,000 saved. That's $50,000 times 25. To get your fine number, look at your desired spending and then multiply that by 25. There are some things to consider, such as housing, which is a big expense for many. Paying off a mortgage or downsizing can lower your fine number. In fact, traditional retirees have paid off their mortgage or moved to lower cost of living in areas to extend their savings. And the other way to achieve your financial independence goal number is the 4% rule which says you can safely withdraw 4% of the value of your investments during your first year of financial independence. During the following years, you can withdraw the same dollar amount adjusted for inflation. If you do the math, you'll notice the rule of 25 and the 4% rule are quite similar and both require investing for the long term. Step two, spend way less than you earn. In other words, lower your monthly expenses and cut your discretionary spending way down. Not everyone is seeking financial independence is cheap, but they do extreme measures to control spending. With every penny saved, it then has the potential of growing. At Frugal, my philosophy is to spend on what matters to you. When you understand your values, you'll realize how much you don't need to spend after all. When you save more than you spend, you're accelerating your timeline. There is a dual benefit to lowering your expenses and spending less. The first, the lower your expenses, the more money you save. And two, having smaller lifestyle expenses means the money you actually need to save is lower. For example, if your lifestyle costs $100,000 a year, then you'll need a million dollars to be independent for 10 years. If your lifestyle costs $50,000 a year, then you have 20 years of financial independence. Step three, buy appreciating income generating assets. Once you have your spending under control or you're making additional income, I want you to start using that money to invest in assets that appreciate in value or generate income. The stock market has a historically long-term track record of growth and is used by many financially independent people to build wealth. Avoid buying stuff that depreciates, which includes cars and tech gadgets. Remember, you need to income to fund your expenses and that money is most likely going to come from your investments. To earn the kind of return you need, it may be necessary to build a portfolio that is invested heavily in stocks. 
and choosing index funds may be a better option for most people. Index funds or exchange-traded funds, also known as ETFs, allow you to purchase many company stocks uh, in a single transaction. You don't have to figure out which individual stock to buy. If you work for a publicly traded company, inquire with your HR about employee stock purchase programs, stock options, and RSUs, and participate in those programs. Next up is step four, staying consistent and keep investing. With investing, you need to be consistent through the good and bad years. It can be challenging to invest when the market is down, but often that can be a time for buying at a discount. When you automate investing and remain consistent, you can benefit from dollar cost averaging and accumulate wealth long haul. You'll need a taxable brokerage account to invest your money. There are no tax benefits to these brokerage accounts, but you can pull your money out at any time and for any reason. Step five, think about minimizing taxes. You won't escape taxes, so plan to minimize your tax liability. Factor taxes in your financial independence planning. Use tax advantage accounts available with Roth IRAs being the better alternative. There are IRS limits to tax advantage accounts, but if eligible, should be part of your plan. Since you don't take a tax deduction from Roth IRA contributions, which are after-tax income, these contributions and their investments earnings grow tax-free. In fact, the IRS get no cut when you take your contributions back out, and you can do that at any time and at any age. This is especially important for people reaching financial independence before 59 and a half, the typical age for accessing retirement accounts without a penalty. There are employer-sponsored plans, so I want you to consider participating in your company's 401k plans. Many offer matching dollars, which is extra cash that adds to your financial independence goal. Learn how to maximize and optimize your 401k for better returns and lower administrative fees. And the last step, have a safety net. Achieving financial independence earlier than retirement age means you need to think about long-term sustainability. This may require having your money invested in stocks that carry a bit more volatility. To maintain peace of mind, have a two-year cash safety net in a savings account or certificate using a CD ladder strategy. This can protect you against market fluctuations. You can think of the safety net as an emergency fund. But since you're financially independent, you'll need about one to two years in a liquid account when markets hit a downturn. And finally, and in conclusion, I want to add that anything can happen. Financial independence is a great goal, but life priorities shift and the world changes. Be flexible with yourself and to continue to assess your values. I know of financially independent people who ran out of money through no fault of their own. These things happen. You can plan all you want, but there are some things you can't control. The important thing I've learned is to continue to grow your skills, learn new things, have better experiences, continue to grow your network, and be open to earning income with the right opportunities. As you work towards financial independence, your well-being should not take a back seat. Incorporate a plan to take care of yourself, too, as you progress on the road to financial wellness. Thank you so much for listening to How to Achieve Financial Independence. I am your reader and the writer of the article, your host, Jason Vitug.
And I wrote this article because I wanted people to get an insight. I've often asked about what it means to be financially independent and how can one attain that level of independence so work becomes optional. And this was a six-step process that really focuses on some tactics, tactics that I think and I believe people can employ. And that when you see it, when you read it, when you listen to it, you understand that being financial independence, being financial independent just really requires a mathematical calculation, understanding how much money you need and knowing there's a mathematical formula that you can utilize to determine that amount and also the amount that you can safely withdraw without really impacting your investment portfolio or your asset classes and things like that. And so the focus here is helping people understand that it's attainable and giving people the path to figure out how to make it happen. And so I hope this is helpful for you. And if you have any questions, just make sure you send us a message on frugal.com and that's P-H-R-O-O-G-A-L.com. Find us on social media, on Instagram and on Twitter and subscribe to this channel so you can get updates on new audio versions of the blog as they come up. And so with that said, I want to thank you all. This is Jason. Have a good one.